Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, I am going to be talking about how to go on a family trip without killing each other, which was by request from somebody in my Facebook group, which you should join. And while you're joining that, you should also subscribe to this podcast. The next one is going to be why your wife's personality changes so much after children. And um, every man wants to know the answer to that burning question. And uh, whether it will ever change back. Haha, <laughs> it obviously doesn't change back. <laughs> but I mean, it, it does. It doesn't stay the same. It doesn't stay the same in the baby stage, the toddler stage, the older kids stage. Like, it, it changes. It changes a lot. I mean, this may be news to you, but your wife's personality is not the same day to day. Anyway, um, we want to uh, subscribe because. 25% of my episodes are subscriber only, so you are going to be missing out on, you know, lots of good shit if you don't subscribe. So do that. And now we're going to be talking about family trips. So obviously a vacation without kids is totally different from a family trip in that a vacation without kids is enjoyable. <laughs> but really, people make very, very big cognitive errors and practical errors when planning family trips, which results in a lot of resentment, hostility at times, uh, fatigue, possibly even exhaustion, and just general bad feelings, you know, and this is often much worse the younger your kids are. So let's just go through some of the common mistakes that people make. So the first one is getting too small of a room slash Okay, uh, saving, quote unquote, money by doing this when you would be spending a lot of money on other things to compensate, such as a therapy bill or drugs. <laughs> but really, here's the thing. So if you get a small, if you get like one hotel room and it's you and your husband and your three kids, you're going to want to die. You know it. It's going to go terrible. You can't be intimate. You can't even get a moment to yourself. Everybody's sharing the bathroom. It's a garbage fire. Personally, I would rather not even go on a vacation than do that. And a lot of my fellow highly sensitive women agree with that. But people also want to go on vacation. So what might you do? Well, I mean, I am a therapist. I'm always thinking about like the the kind of deeper reasons that people do things. So for me, it would be a no-brainer to go somewhere cheaper where you could have like an Airbnb with multiple rooms and some privacy versus somewhere more expensive where you have to stay in one room and certainly not staying anywhere where you all have to sleep on the floor. But that's me. I'm a therapist. I'm a highly sensitive person. Sometimes people may have like some wonderful opportunity to like, let's say, go to Costa Rica with your three kids when you have to stay on the floor of your cousin who lives in Costa Rica and they may want to take that opportunity and that could be great. But you really have to know yourself. If you are somebody who doesn't do well with getting no sleep, if you are somebody who's going to feel very upset when you have no privacy, if you don't want to be rushed out of your shower in the morning, then try when the children are very young especially to 
really just know yourself. And that's a lot of the theme of therapy and of this podcast. If you can understand yourself and your limitations, it doesn't mean that you can't be flexible, but at least you could be somebody who says, wow, if I make this sacrifice to go to Costa Rica and all stay in one room with like one toilet and uh, whatever, then I am not really going to enjoy myself that much probably. And this is a trip for the children to meet their hypothetical cousin that I said has the place or whatever. So your expectations need to interact with the actual person that you are versus the person that you wish that you were. Frequently, people wish that they were laid back, flexible, and chillaxed. There's an entire movie about trying to be more cool and chillaxed called Gone Girl, and the book is better than the movie, and you should read it. And uh, the, the, the point, though, is that people cannot just change their personalities for every vacation. So I work with a lot of people that go on family vacations, and it doesn't make them feel closer. It makes them feel further apart. Another big mistake that people make is related to that. They don't have sex on their vacation because they have kids. And it's really interesting because a lot of places, they have some childcare, they have a kids club, and more people than, than I ever guessed, you know, because I, I work with so many people now that, uh, you know, have kids and are traveling again after COVID. People travel with grandparents, they travel with nannies, they travel with a sister, they travel with somebody who can watch the kids for a second, and or they can get another room. This goes back to my other room idea of not just all staying in one room because then the parents can have a room and the kids can have a room. And that is going to allow you to have privacy for intimacy. Remember that a vacation used to be a time that you had lots of sex. And now if a family trip is an entire week where you have zero sex, nobody is going to feel more connected and closer after that. And nobody's going to feel more relaxed after that. So so two common errors, and these are related, as I just said, are not getting enough space, not having space for privacy, and then the global macro issue is not understanding yourself and your limitations, particularly if you're a highly sensitive person. You could also be a highly sensitive person that is uh, premenstrual, that is also exhausted, that is uh, gets sick, you know, on the vacation. There could be a lot of reasons that you are going to really, really want your privacy. So uh, one thing to talk about with a partner before even going on a family trip is, are we setting ourselves up to fail by assuming that we're a lot more flexible than we are? Like, do we think that we're the kind of people who are going to roll with just us and three kids at Disney in the middle of August for five days straight. And in reality, if we think about it, we're the kind of people who are going to get annoyed after two days of Disney. So maybe we're going to do two days of Disney and then we're going to go to an Airbnb with a pool somewhere else in Florida that is less expensive or whatever. So a lot of times people go into this crazy mode when they're planning vacation where they think that they are a different person and they're not a different person. They're the same person. So uh, more along these lines, try to get alone time for each parent during the vacation. So this can mean that each parent gets to exercise at the gym. They get to go for a run. They get to go get a cup of coffee. They get to go back to the room and take a shower. Whatever the case may be, especially the highly sensitive partner probably needs time to decompress in the middle of the vacation and this should not be shamed and this is not a, a failure and this doesn't mean that the couple is not in love or that the family isn't happy. This means that 
a highly sensitive person usually needs time to decompress. And if they have the extra stress of a vacation, then this is going to be extra stressful. So they're going to need extra time to decompress. Of course, this doesn't mean that one parent should be with the kids all day at the beach and the other parent should be in the air conditioning watching TV. Obviously not. But what it does mean is that if you're at the beach with your wife and she says, uh, can I just go in for like an hour because I feel like really hot out here and I just want to lay down, your answer should be yes. And if you say, can I go to the fitness room for an hour, then her answer should be yes or whatever the case may be. Okay, so what are some other issues? People do not talk enough about expectations around vacations. These are even around couples' vacations, but certainly around vacations with the kids. So one person may think that the kids are going to be on no schedule because it's vacation, and the other person thinks, of course, the kids are going to be on a schedule because ever since it turns like 2 p.m., I'm waiting for the 8 p.m. bedtime, and only then can I relax. So it's really important to, in advance, talk about expectations on a family trip. Also, if it's a family trip where you're going to interact with other extended family members, what are you going to do vis-a-vis these family members? Are we going to see them every day? Are we going to see them every other day? Are we going to see them, you know, and, and ask them to babysit the kids? Are we going to do this? Are we going to do that? So many people feel that this would be like, this is like the scheduling sex conversation. I'm firmly on the, uh, path of scheduling sex like when I advise people scheduling sex is never bad (laughs) like it's only bad if you think of it as bad do you know what scheduled sex used to be called it used to be called planning a date because you knew if you were going out with your partner Friday you were gonna have sex that was scheduling sex for Christ's sake so why does it get a bad rap within monogamy it didn't like you always used to know in advance when you were gonna have sex pretty much so it's the same sort of thing when people get wrapped around the axle about how everything has to be spontaneous they're really doing themselves a disservice and if they happen to be this super spontaneous person who's so flexible and then you know they're like Gumby they're so flexible and they're married to another Gumby these people don't really exist like you know people especially in their first marriages it's yin and yang I've talked about this before and there's always going to be one that's less flexible from what I see so this person that's less flexible is going to surprise you in a bad way if you're the more flexible partner with the fact that they have various expectations for how certain things are going to go and they don't want to just fly by the seat of their pants and the more that we talk about this in advance That doesn't ruin the vacation. That protects the vacation. Talking about expectations is never bad. Talking about expectations is something that we do in couples counseling all the time. So how are we going to treat XYZ situation? Uh, There was a history of infidelity. How are we going to, um, like, how how are you and I going to deal with it if somebody mentions uh, infidelity? Because I know that we're seeing our friends who also just experienced infidelity. So what's that going to feel like? to us like in couples counseling we try to get out ahead of problems so the way to think about uh discussions about potential problems isn't that you are um focusing on the bad which is how some people think about it but instead that you are trying to protect the couple and you're trying to ensure that as many good things happen as possible by laying out kind of 
what each person really wants to happen and the things that they won't want to happen. So let's say that y'all decide to, and I've seen this before, so don't think I'm just making up crazy shit, but like, and, and if you're a man, you'll be like, why is this crazy? But there are people who go and they sleep five people in one hotel room and the guy expects to have sex on that vacation. How? There's three children in the room. What are you talking about? What, the kids are going to be divided, two of them with you, two of them with your wife. How are you going to do it? And then like, if you press them on it, they'll like say something like, I don't know, like the shower. Yeah. Okay. Like that's really going to happen with your three children watching TV, like a yard from the bathroom door. Like, give me a break. So if that couple were just, if like, if that woman were to say, let's say, okay, like you really want us to all go in one room. I would rather us go stay, stay in Airbnb. You know, we're not going to have sex, right? We're not hundred percent not in that one room for sure not a lot of guys would change their tune about the money and say okay well then let's get two rooms because they would have talked about expectations or it's possible honestly that the woman might say we are going to visit your family I am really stressed out it's going to be five days I really don't see us having sex during that time I don't want that to come as a major shock uh, we'll do it when we get back you know and we'll do it before we go That would be a thousand times better than the usual situation in which then this happens. And you know this happens if you're listening to this and you're interested in all the sex stuff and couple stuff where the guy doesn't even initiate in the few days leading up to the vacation because they think somehow they're going to get, quote, vacation sex, forgetting that a family trip is not really a vacation. So then by the time they have the five days of the trip and then they had the five days before that where they didn't initiate, by the time they're done with the trip, they haven't had sex and 10 days they haven't even masturbated because they've been with the damn children in the room and boy you would imagine how their mood is it's a shining garbage fire that's how their mood is so again discussing expectations would prevent this outcome and allow the couple to be their best selves if they even just discussed things and if you're like oh my husband would be in such a bad mood if I said to him we're definitely not having sex for five days no your husband yeah maybe maybe he'll be in somewhat of a bad mood guess what a worse mood is going to be when he thinks he's going to be having sex and then he doesn't have sex and then when he brings it up you say very sensitively how how'd you think we were going to have sex what's wrong with you like you knew we weren't that he's like no I didn't and then you know people end up calling people like me couples counselors so sex how much we're going to interact with family when bedtime is going to be another big one is drinking drinking and eating so a lot of women still want to uh stick to some sort of you know healthy eating you know they don't want to you know drink and eat constantly during the trip and if they feel forced to then they start to feel like they're fat and they don't fit into their clothes and what have you All of these sorts of things, like uh, we don't always have to go to the, you know, buffet every single night. Like maybe one of the nights we could get sandwiches and sit by the pool. Anything that you can discuss and anything that could be outside the box thinking to make both people have a better time, both adults, because you're already thinking about the kids having a good time, so I don't need to get into that because most people, when they take a family trip, it's all about doing shit for the kids anyway. You go from the go-karts to the amusement park to the cotton candy to the rides to the pool. Everything's about the kids anyhow, so we don't need to focus on that. You got that covered. We need to focus on the adults at least not hating most of the trip and each other by the time they get 
home. So vacations can be a lot of pressure because there's this idea that they're supposed to be fun. When they're with kids, they're supposed to be fun for the kids. You're making memories for the kids. The best it's going to do for you is pleasant. Try for it to be pleasant for you and fun for the kids. If you really want something fun for you, either wait till the kids get a little older and they don't have to, let's say, have, you know, breaks to go to the bathroom every 15 seconds or to have a diaper change or whatever, or go on a couple's vacation, which is a hell of a lot better. And if there's any way to wrangle anybody into watching your children overnight, then a couple's vacation is certainly a hell of a lot easier. And it's like really, really good for connection. So it's like every time I have a couple that goes on a couple's vacation, it's like they come in the next week and they're fine. They're like, fine, they have no problems. (laughs) It's like crazy. But then like the next week, like the problems come back and what have you. But like there's like a little temporary effect of going on a couple's vacation. It doesn't transform anything. I'm not going to blow smoke up your ass like that. Otherwise, you know, there would be no point. People would just move to Maui and then never have a problem again. But the point of a vacation is you're in pretty dire straits if you go on a couple's vacation and you don't feel closer afterwards because you don't have the kids. You don't have anything to worry about. You can both do your own thing. You can get a couple's massager. You can sit in the room and read or whatever. And most people, mostly everybody knows we're going to have sex because we're on a couple's vacation. So that's one. If you want to get like a little two-week boost in the mood of your relationship, then you could schedule a couple's vacation. And if you if you have enough couple's vacations a year and you're a mathematically oriented sort of person, you can really kind of coast and jump from vacation to vacation. But most of us don't have that much time or money to do, which is why couples counselors are still in business to actually deal with the more deep issues of your marriage. But by the way, having periodic fun and an after effect of that for two weeks is great. So do that because those can be moments of bonding and connection. Um, And also they can make you feel like back to your old self in a sense and remember the person that you were before excuse me, before the kids and it can make you remember the couple that you were before the kids. I have a podcast on what is your couple identity. Some people completely forget because it's been completely snowed under by the appearance of your children who you love but who transform you from a couple to a family. So hopefully this gave you something to think about. Um, This one is really not very attacking to anybody. It would be very hard for anybody to take it as as a personal attack, uh, unlike some of the other more sensitive topics. So if there was one to share with a partner, if they're receptive to the idea of sharing, this would be a good one to listen to and to think about what have we made mistakes at in previous family vacations and how could we rectify that in ones coming up? And can we even get a couple's vacation on the calendar? etc etc a real good jumping off point and again if your partner can't stand me or my podcast then just bring these topics up on your own because you can do it you've been listening to me for over 200 episodes two seasons so you can do it you could say hey i was thinking about our upcoming vacation what can we prepare so that things go better because i remember last time we were both frustrated with different aspects of it and if you're somebody who usually sticks your head in the sand and is difficult about uh open discussion and is scared to bring up sensitive topics, your partner may be shocked but very pleased on some level that you are finally head-on deciding to talk about something and to even prevent a bad outcome in a very proactive 
admirable kind of way. So this is not a conversation that can go wrong. And if it goes horribly wrong, guess what? Your vacation would have been even worse had you not had the conversation. So that's a good way to think about it. Glass, uh, what, a quarter empty? <laughs> Somewhere in between half empty and half full. Anyway, I uh, hope you got something out of this. Please do subscribe. Please do join my Facebook group. Please do keep listening. Thanks so much. Have a great day.